And yes, good morning, Grand Rising, everybody out there in the land radio land. Three minutes, three minutes past the hour, and it is the morning machine. And we are, we have been waking you up with some great stuff this morning and every single morning. But throughout the month of August, I want to basically do we, we're doing something quite different. August is Black Business Month, right? So with August being Black Business Month, on the morning machine, you will hear a lot of great stories from black business owners that have went through so many so many things to build it and now they're thriving where they are now. You also get some helpful advice on what to do if either you're stuck on an idea or something. You're going to get some real gems of wisdom and information to propel you to be the next great black business owner as well. Hearing their stories are going to be very helpful. One of those stories this morning, and it's it's great because when we have own business ownership, we're able to not only celebrate others, but in the midst of that, we're able to celebrate ourselves too because we need to give ourselves flowers too we can be our biggest critic we're all our biggest critic so we give ourselves some flowers so who i'm going to give my flowers to this morning and she is so phenomenal because you hear her every single morning is my 215 sister and I think I have permission to actually say her name this morning, but I say my 215 sister every single morning. You hear her on the motivational moment, but we are talking something different today. We are talking exposure. Now, before we get into this topic of conversation this morning on the business exposure, this week for the next few days, we at SME, Situations Media Entertainment, you're sponsoring these all of these interviews, these phenomenal interviews that you are about to embark upon. And special thanks to Aaron Hollingsworth for having for coming back on yesterday and uh, talking about the grocery outlet in Mount Airy section of Philadelphia. So we did start off uh, the the interviews yesterday with that. So now let's talk about. My 215 sister, Shanice Evans, the founder of Exposure. Of course, this all relates to her professional background, nonprofit and higher education sector. Now, she has a passion, which is the collection of experience that she has gained from pursuing what she loves, and that is in career development, college readiness conference, seminar, organizing, and personal empowerment. And if you don't know how much personal empowerment, then you must not be listening to our motivational moments. And I encourage you to listen into those at 8 a.m. Eastern each and every morning to see what kind of personal empowerment she brings to the table. She is passionate about community engagement events to bring impact and empowerment to the underserved. She has also developed or co-developed several community programs for career and personal development as well. 
spent over the last 20 years working with organizations, committees, and personal pursuits to inspire the community. And she does it so well. I'm inspired by her as well. Which is why I give her, my 215 sister, her flowers today in talking about Exposure. She is the founder of Exposure, Shanice Evans. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my 215 brother. <laughs> you're right 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 you know it's 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 a little different today and uh thank you so much for coming back on this morning to talk exposure now you've you've spoken to us on the morning machine about uh, the background of exposure before but for our new listeners out there just kind of talk about the journey of exposure and how it got started well, basically, uh, exposure was like almost 20 years in the making. Um, after I graduated from uh, Penn State in uh, 2004, I realized that I graduated with two degrees and a minor. Um, but I was like, is this really what I want to do, right? And I realized that when I got to college, I wanted to do one thing, Rob, and then like so many students, you get there and you change. However, in the process of changing over, I felt like I wasn't fully equipped with the time or the resources to see what else I can become in life. So I picked something, and what I picked was labor relations and psychology, and um, my goal was to be an I.O. psychologist. And I, I loved it, but um, it was like, I wish I would have had more time and, like, again, more resources to know what was out there. So um, the dog came to my mind, you know what? Uh, people from the um, in the city, from the hood, from, you know, from minority communities, what we need is exposure. So that, that you know, that name came to my mind, and my goal ever since has been to help individuals who, um, you know, who need my help, need my assistance, need the mentorship to really help them with that step going towards whether it's college right after high school or whether it's working to get them exposed to different careers, help them with the college process, help them with the working process to understand that when you have limited exposure, it's hard to reach to be great. People can't become what they don't know exists. And that's actually one of my models that I say with exposure. If you don't know it exists, how you could become it. So when people tell us to go be great, it's like, and you haven't found your greatness yet because you don't know what that is and you haven't been exposed to that, it's hard. So long story short, I was working in um, my passion experience, I called it, because I hadn't started exposure fully at the company um, yet. I just was doing it out of love for my family, my community, and my mentees. And so I just have been acting in it um, ever since uh, 2004. However, um, in 2021, uh, I was encouraged <laughs> to just go ahead and make it happen, you know, after doing some programming, after doing some things, um, my career exposure seminars. So I officially started in 2021, and, you know, exposure is here. Um, so that's the history of how Exposure got started. So what Exposure has become over these last two years, and I'm currently in a process of revamping it, Exposure um, is and it's grown into an amazing organization that focuses on business development for those who want to become entrepreneurs and start their business. And so we don't help with, like, the paperwork of EIN, but what we do is we help people bring their ideas to life. So you're sitting on an idea. I love baking cookies. How could I make it a business? What ideas could I do to be creative around um, this this thought that I have in my mind? So we help people go from 
basically ideation to execution. And if you already have a business, it's like, okay, what kind of events can I have? What kind of marketing? What kind of things can I do to have creative events to bring and highlight, uh, you know, things to my business? So that's the one part of exposure. The second part of exposure is the career development, right? And so our goal is to, whether you are a student, um, still in school, or you're in higher education, or you are already in the workforce, our goal is to expose you to different careers. So when it's time to make a career choice or when it's time to change careers, you can do that from an informed decision. So many times we are limited on our growth because we don't know what exists or we don't know um, about transferable skills and how those transferable skills can actually help us transition from maybe healthcare to technology, I'm sorry, because we feel like, well, oh, I've been in customer service all my life you know, for an organization, for a healthcare company, how can I be in customer service for IT? And it's really about understanding your skill set and then transferring over to IT, but also, of course, maybe getting some certifications for IT Mm -hmm. or things of that nature. But you are able to, Rob, still have those transferable skills to just get your foot in the door and to get started. And so um, that's what exposure is. It is really giving our community um, exposure to do better um, with what they want to do in life. Absolutely. So so, so my next question is, what is the biggest challenge, rather, from your perspective on career development since the pandemic? I'm sorry, can you, can you say that again, Rob? I'm sorry. Yeah, what was the biggest challenge from your perspective on career development since the pandemic? A lot of things have changed from the pandemic. A lot of, a lot of changes have been made. But what have you seen from a perspective of career development that seems to be the biggest challenge these days? I think what, the, what um, COVID exposed um, was that people weren't able to pivot, right? you take somebody who's been working in one industry all their life or doing one thing. And so, and if that one thing that you did always required you to be in person and COVID said you can't be in person, then, oh my God, what do I do? All my jobs are, you know, all my skill sets are related to jobs in person, right? Or not understanding their skill set. And like I just mentioned previously, how can I transfer my skill set of what I've been doing for 30 years and how I can now apply for another job or another opportunity um, with my skill set? So I feel like it was just pivoting, understanding, um, you know, what jobs are out there, even if your job is no longer available. So just, you know, people keeping abreast on what what is happening and then also understanding your own skill set to say, you know what? how can I look at my skills and then transfer this to another industry, right? And so I think where COVID, what it is making us all do, Rob, is you always got to be two steps ahead. So even if you have a job right now, um, you always want to be thinking about if this job no longer exists, if I got laid off, fired, whatever, if something happened, this job went bankrupt today or tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I think everyone should have at least five companies they are ready and set to apply to right off the bat at least five yeah i agree and i don't and they don't have to be in the same industry but knowing that okay if, if i was a you know an editor and i did this and so not only five companies but also rob five industries that okay if i'm an editor how can i take the fact that i have a great uh, ability to write um 
and say, okay, you know what? Well, here's five companies that would need another editor. Um, right. They have an online uh, editorial presence. So, hey, I got my top five companies within my current industry, but I'm a good writer. So, also, how can I take this skill and expand it across five categories of, of, of jobs? So, okay, well, I'm a good editor. Um, so, I guess what I could actually go back to maybe working in, like, the public school system or charter schools is become an English teacher, right? Maybe I could become a professor. You know what I mean? Maybe I could teach English as a second language. Um, you know, maybe I can write a book. Maybe I could write a how-to book or create an e-book. So, like, you know what I mean? You have to think that way, too. You have to be able to take that one great thing that you do and see how you can spread it. So, that way, when you have to pivot, you don't go into, like, anxiety mode, how I'm going to feed myself, how I'm going to feed my family. So, so that's important, just knowing how to pivot and understanding your skill set. So, along the journey of cultivating exposure... What has been the biggest lesson that you personally have learned along the journey? <laughs> Actually, the, the biggest lesson that I have learned along the journey uh, is to work on yourself. It's the, it's the journey itself. Um, I think, you know, sometimes I have said to myself, Rob, like, why did it take me so long to make exposure a business? And I realized that it was as though, although, I was helping others, and I was being a, a positive influence on others, whether helping them go to college, helping them find jobs. I didn't always uh, have that great instinct about myself, right? One thing about me and one thing that um, anybody that knows me knows, I realized that I have a gift, right? At first, I didn't identify as a gift, but I mm-hmm. literally have an innate ability to take any person, if they tell me their skill set, if they tell me what they want to do, what they think they want to do, and I can identify these skills that I could develop a business for them, or I can give them some creative ideas to have an event or a project or initiative, and I can direct them in five different jobs they want to do. However, um, I could do that for other people, but always can do it for myself, right? So what I have, what I want to say to your question is this the journey itself. I had to become and I now realize, you know, at my age and where I'm at in life, that exposure um, had to take all those years to manifest, right? Because mm-hmm. I had to put in the work. I had to become. I had, Although I was helping people, I had to do the work on myself, and I'm still doing the work. And that's one of the things I had been encouraged to do was to focus on me because I'm such a giver. I'm always like, I see the potential of others. Um, give, give, give to them. And so throughout this journey of exposure, and, and that in itself and in helping others I have now learned to like become myself understand my own journey and that the more I become Rob and the more that I embrace the journey of becoming right in the eyes of my family my community and the people that I uh, that I assist and help I don't have to be perfect Rob but as I become and grow I am helping them better so mm-hmm. it's not about just pouring into them all the time but the best way I can really help them is to become better myself and as a result of becoming better I don't you know as Jarvis would say don't talk people to death right that's what it is he tells people like don't talk me to death don't talk me to death he says that to everybody right don't talk (laughs) to death like show me yes right and he and he says to everybody but in in that when you first hear that as a person any, anybody he says it to will be offended, but what he's saying is like, show me. And what I realized that as a mentor and trying to be a positive light, I was trying to talk people into their greatness. Mm-hmm. 
versus like living in my own greatness and then showing them how to pivot, showing them how to adjust because in my own greatness, it's not about getting it perfectly right, but it's about really showing people like when life happens, this is how you adjust. When when you hit with a brick wall, you don't give up and life will hit you with a brick wall. Things will happen and it's how to be resilient, how to bounce back, not presenting this perfect picture of, oh, I got to be perfect. I got to get everything right. And for so long, I operated in that. I cannot show, I could not show my imperfections. I could not show this because if I'm supposed to be this, then I can't show this. But that's a false sense of hope. And then you, then you have young people or my family coming behind me thinking, oh, everything got to be perfect. So when life hit them, they don't know how to adjust. They don't know how to, you know, work it out. They don't know how to fix their problems, right? And so, and talking people to death or talking them and say, go be great. No, I realized I had to be great in all my imperfections. And that's how I was going to reach my greatness. Being able to be vulnerable to say I'm imperfect, but I'm willing to be, I am willing to be better um, and working on myself. And so now I can be a light to say, you're not going to always get it right. Life will knock you down. You'll get knocked down. You'll make bad decisions. But if you have life and breath, and we always talk about this with a motivational moment, right? Yes, How we we're do. grateful for life. And we, we ask each other every day what we're grateful for because that's important. Yes. And so I realized that I use those tools to just make me a better person. When I mess up, God, you gave me another chance, most high, to get it right. So I'm going to use this extra day that you gave me to fix what I got wrong um, and just embrace this journey to keep growing to keep learning to keep going and you know not only expose others but expose myself to what's really out there because with exposure i am i'm getting exposure myself you know i am putting myself out there to learn and grow right with the people that i'm trying to help so i hope that answered the question (laughs) no no it it definitely (laughs) answered the question and it segues in part of that segues into the next part in career development, we find ourselves getting in our own way and blocking our greatness. Do you tend to see that in most of your seminars and then by the end of the seminar or event that you're putting on, you find that there is a whole shift in paradigm? Do you tend to find that? Can you, I'm sorry, can you, can you repeat the question, Rob? I apologize. No, no, I was saying uh, we find ourselves getting in our own way sometimes, even in career development. So when you have your seminars and um, events or what have you geared toward career development, once you get through with the participants, do you see a shift in paradigm based on exposure's um, mission? Yes. So that's a great question. And so, yes, I would answer that in two weeks. I do see that we get in our own way. Since I have lived that experience, right, it was my mindset about how I felt about myself and what what's possible. And I see that in people. Sometimes it's their own mindset about what they think they are capable of doing. And so, you know, people that I interact with, yes, they're in their own way. And also, after we have an event or I do a session or I do a one-on-one, when you when I do expose or I do talk about the different things, it gives people hope because now we're getting more information. They feel empowered, and that's why they said knowledge is power. And also, that's the cliche saying, Rob. Think about what they're saying is saying. Knowledge is power. When you do better, when you know better, you can you have the opportunity to do better because now you are armed with information you can take to change your situation. So yes, 
you know, like I said, whether it's one-on-ones or group sessions, I see the influence because now people don't feel stuck. Like, can you imagine how that feels? And, and I have been there, even in, like I said, my own development process. Can you imagine how that feels to know you're supposed to be great or know that you are blessed to do something better than what you're doing, but you don't know what the hell that is? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like if you put right now, if you put a, a lightning bug, a fly, or some kind of insect in a jar, and you put the lid on it, and they have the, and for a second, right, they're not going to die right away. They're going to keep buzzing around, hitting the top of the jar, because they know they're supposed to be out of this box that they're in, this jar that they're in. And they're going to keep hitting the ceiling. And before you know it, because they're in a closed environment with no air, they're going to die, or they're going to stop trying to hit the hit the top because guess what they're going to say it's no use the jar is not the lid is not going to open and so think about that in life Rob we are as kids are taught we could be anything we want to and then at a certain age we start interacting with life and sometimes it's the teachers sometimes it's the environment sometimes it could be our own support system unintentionally right right um pinning their limitations on us and say well don't do this don't do that like you sure you want to go to college or you sure you can uh, you, you want to go for that job? Maybe she just work at this local, the local Walmart. Maybe she just work at this local factory. Like right. all of those things. So then we become that bug in that jar, thinking now. When at five, I was told I could be, you know, anything. Now that I'm 16, it's like I am. I either start, you know, if that 16 year old either starts putting limitations on himself because of the constraints of the environment, or because what they are been told about themselves, or what they see, mm. and they become. That, that bug keep, keep hitting the lid and mm. realize no matter how much I try so I graduated from high school I went to college that didn't work I got a city job that didn't work I started my own company that didn't work so eventually now we're in our 20s and 30s and by that time we might have a family so now you're trying to be this strong independent great family oriented person and trying to be a great spouse you're trying to raise your kids but at the same time you're unfulfilled and eventually you stop trying to hit go for that go for the top because you realize every time I try to fly above my current situation mm-hmm. I hit a closed lid so eventually your dreams suffocate and die because you cannot find a way out and then my and, and being transparent Rob in my own life that's why I said exposure has been a gift for me and I have been able to help but it's also been an eye-opening moment for me because as much as I know I'm expected to be great I expected myself to be great. Let me rework that. And, and also there's an expectation. And I know I have greatness in me. I have hit that lid. Like, okay, I know I got exposure. I know I can do this. But I have had, like, multiple uh, opportunities. And I have had multiple things. And in that moment, they have really not seemed to be what's it. And I'm like, I know I'm supposed to be doing something great. But what is it? What is it? What is mm-hmm. it? And so sometimes... It can be so discouraging, but what I will say, because I hate to talk about problems without talking about solutions, what I will say is simply this. It's going to sound cliche, but it's the truth. Just hang on in there. And the reason why I say that is because what I realize that everyone is not born, Rob, knowing what they want to do and go do it. Some people know from the time they were a kid, they start touching wires and they know they want to be an engineer, they know they want to build cars, and it just happens for them. And then some of us, we are on a journey of becoming, and, and that's what happened to me. I knew I graduated with these degrees. I even went back and got a master, and I'm just trying to find myself. But I realized that the reason why I'm so passionate about exposure and I can help people is because the most I had to take me on a journey of becoming. 
I can help someone um, that's trying to become, and I can understand that discouragement because I went through that myself. Mm -hmm. I lived it. So now I can help a client who is ready to give up. I have a different thought process, and they can relate to me, and they can they will take my words more seriously and more to heart, knowing if I could tell them, you know what, I've been there. Right. You know, somebody that always knew what they want to do, really, you could feel bad for a person, but you really can't relate to somebody who's been saying, I've been trying to become for the last 20 years. Um, mm. And so sometimes our greatness is in the development. And that's why I, when I answered your question earlier, I said for me, it's been the journey because the person I am now and the person I'm becoming, I had to go through everything I went through. I yeah. had to take the good with the bad and that has helped me in, uh, you know, developing. So that's what people need sometimes. And that's what I leave with people that don't despise anything that you went through because it's building you to become what you're supposed to, supposed to become. And, and one, I'll say this and how I, I'll end it on this, I'll end answering this question on this note. Like, you got to look at it like um, Samuel L. Jackson, even uh, Colonel Sanders, uh, KFC. So many people have not found their, their purpose in life or really not lived their purpose in life until they got older. And so that's what I will leave with you. If you are listening right now, you can hear the sound of my voice. Wherever you are at, hang on in there because your journey that you've been on so far is the is the work that you needed to actually fulfill your purpose you had to like do the work you had to go through all those things because everything you learned along the way is going to actually help you fulfill the process and what i learned rob is this it's not how long you live in your purpose rob it is the fact that you get to live in it and i think mm. that's what we have to realize that sometimes you may spend more time learning the journey of your purpose and actually fulfilling your purpose and guess what the journey is for you to document it and make it easier for somebody else so you may not reach your full potential until you're 50 and um td jakes actually has a, a, a interview he did where uh he was he said he was in a room with some people and a guy made a point about um you know like living beyond your like your golden years right like you know how you report in america like oh 65 right. is retirement and i'm paraphrasing here but what td jakes was saying is that from that meeting that he was in he basically he said in the black community for us 65 mean you go sit in the corner and somebody feeds you somebody bring you the paper somebody is doing things for you mm -hmm. and he said for other cultures after 65 you they begin to live again right and you can really live a new life after a certain age and we have to see look at our president how old he is right now right you know what yeah, I mean? right so i think that, I, I think that we have to get in that mindset and i know i said a lot in that but it was definitely needed but to just sum it up from what i'm saying is that my seminars my one-on-ones work because when people get exposed to information and exposed to the possibility then guess what who they can become is endless. And so it does work, but people just need to know that. Once you know you can become greater, your mindset can shift about the hope for your life. So it's, it's like one hand washes the other kind of thing. Once you could get empowered with information, you could change your mindset on your situation. And once your mindset is changed on your situation, then the only limitation you have is yourself. And you know it's interesting, and it, I really am enjoying this conversation. Good, see, anytime me 
and my 215 sister really get in the conversation. We get in the conversation and, you know, thank you for those gems of wisdom and words of advice. And it's interesting that you stated that about your career development seminars, workshops, one-on-ones and what have you they really help to change people's mindset and trajectory on their career development or just their life in general um, and, and even both. So now that brings me to this question. What has been the most moving testimonial that you have received from a person that has either attended, taken part in a seminar or one-on-one or what have you that you really were moved by and say, you know what? Wow. Your light bulb moment comes on. So talk (laughs) about that. Um, I would say, honestly, Rob, I would say the testimonials themselves, um, starting your own business or stepping out. Cause as you know, I love to be behind the scenes, right? So stepping out, being in the forefront, actually doing it. Um, I I had to be okay with whether it was one person in the room or 10 people in the room, right? And in doing that, you you always want to put your best foot forward. You know you have good intention of like, you know what? I have this great information. I want people to hear it. Um, I know it could take them far, but you really don't know if people um, are going to use it or they're going to listen or if it's going to be a benefit, because you don't know, like, are you here just because somebody told you about it, because you're my family, you're my friend, or right. you, you really here because but you don't know. But when I can hear people, like, regurgitate things that I have said, or because, or they say to me, Shanice, oh, I remember you did this a credit event, or I remember you did this, I, and they can regurgitate that, that's like, that's when I'm like, okay, wow, you know what, it was worth it, you know. Um, or, you know, I have had people say like, um, I just want you to know that I didn't, I couldn't make it to everything or, um, you know, but I appreciate you always just, uh, checking up on me or you always giving out information or this information when you spoke, I would say it's like the testimonies themselves of people just showing their appreciation, showing how they actually use the opportunities or the information, um, that was, that was given, um, and then going to pursue jobs or going to pursue opportunities or I'm able to connect people. So I think that's the other side of that that gives me great joy outside of, you know, people coming up to me or just letting me know that they were able to use the information I'm, when I'm able to connect people, right? I didn't even realize the power of my connection until it was encouraged for me to, like, be a connector. I didn't even realize I was really connecting, but that's the other side to it, right? Like, I'm able to take two people who don't know each other. Like, you know what? Y'all could do this together. And y'all could do that together. And y'all should collaborate. And they, and they actually do. And it actually works. And so um, that's the other side. Being able to connect people for them to do greater things together, that, that brings me joy. And, and I think that's like, I think that's what anybody that's passionate about what they do mm-hmm. is being able to have the people that was a part of it, their life change. And, and I would say that's like part of what I would want to leave behind. When I'm no longer here, Rob, I will pray that my work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm probably not going to meet a million people in my life, but the work that I do can reach a million people because if I help you, then you help someone, you know, each one teach one kind of thing. That means that the things that I have done can reach a billion people 
all because it's just one person at a time. So, so that's how I would answer that question. Awesome. Now, you did mention at the beginning that you are currently revamping exposure. So what is one thing that you would like to share with our listening audience that may be coming soon down the pipeline that we need to really pay attention to in the, along the lines of career development and personal development and what have you? Okay, so I'll answer that in, in two parts. So in terms of career development, personal development, um, I would definitely encourage everyone what's coming down the, the pipeline just in the industry overall is just making sure um, that you that you are connected to it doesn't have to be exposure it would be great if it's exposure but whether it's career link or some other kind of service make sure that if you are not savvy and finding a career or savvy and finding jobs or anything like that um, or savvy and starting a business or selling your business that you are connected to research. There's plenty of resources out there. So stay connected to organizations and companies that can help you because, you know, as we did with COVID, you could wake up one day and the whole, and the whole world changed. And so trying to do it yourself can be overwhelming. So stay connected to companies like Exposure um, that can help you. Stay on top of uh, industry-leading things. You know, if technology is changing, if, you know, say the job you do right now, research it. Go online today and find out, is it going to exist in 10 years? Mm. Is it going to be taken over by AI? Is it going to be just extinguished? You know what I mean? And if it is changing, what can I do to get ready for that pivot if I want to stay in this industry? Or should I be pivoting out? So just keep yourself, um, as I mentioned earlier, 10 steps ahead. And that's just on an industry um, leading question. Now, for exposure what we are doing is uh, definitely we're going to be bringing back um, our career exposure seminars. Um, we're going to be bringing that back, but it's going to be like career exposure seminar 2.0. And I, mm. I'm not going to go into too much of that, but it's definitely going yeah, to You don't have to give it all away. <laughs> yes. And it's definitely going to be great because it's going to bring more resources to the community. Um, but one of the things that I'm excited about is that we are going to be doing job fairs, right? My goal is to every year have a goal of helping um, right now, you know, just people in the U.S., but my goal is around the world uh, of reaching um, just anyone who needs help and helping them get an employee, you know, or helping them revamp their business and taking their business to the next level. But job fairs um, is going to be something that we're going to be doing a lot more of. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm excited, uh, excited about that, excited about, like I said, bringing resources in terms of job training, um, job readiness, skills one of the things that we're going to be working on um that i would say really quickly rob is power skills power skills mm. are the same thing as soft skills being on time being organized being dependable all those skills that no matter what your degree is no matter how smart you are that can stop you from getting um where you want to be and can stop you from being successful and if i could say this also I, a part of my journey of becoming Rob, I had to realize that although I had some, you know, crazy supervisors or crazy situations at work, I too was the person being late for work. And so I was stunning my own growth because I was like, oh, I could be late. It's fine. I, I work hard or I work late. And which I did, I worked 10, 12 hours a day, you know, just working hard. But some of them power skills that uh, w would have enhanced my brilliance, I played down. And so what I would say is that work on the, uh, 
work on the power skills. Um, and, and that's what we're going to bring because I think so many in our community are missing that opportunity because they are intelligent, but they don't understand the power of, you know, knowing how to handle conflict. You can't fight at work like you would fight somebody on the street. You know what I mean? You yeah, gotta yeah, it's true. The power of, of HR. So that's what I'm excited about on the exposure front of, you know, actually just being able to just bring that. And I'm excited with the job fairs because we're going to be, exposure is going to be collaborating with the one and only one or two point six situations to yeah. bring job fairs to Georgia. So it's going to be great. So exposure is being revamped, is on the move, and I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. And on top of that, here's what I would say about exposure and the fact that you have helped so many over this time to really not only get their career development in order, but their personal development in order. And even more on top of that, I love the analogy of the lightning bug that gets trapped in the jar and they keep just flying around and flying around and keep hitting hitting themselves on the glass being that they know they're outside. That's a lot of us in our community. We get trapped in this box because of what either happened generationally or what has happened over the course of the learning experience called life. I love that analogy first and foremost, but I know what exposure is going to do, especially in the realm of 2.0. It's going to be able to open that jar and expand their horizons to be able to be let out their greatness to be let out into the free world and have its freedom to thrive. So that Mm -hmm. is where I see exposure. You're going to be opening a lot of jars because our community is still stuck in this jar. It's not everybody, but it's a good majority Mm -hmm. of us that are just stuck there and don't know how to move forward. And I, I feel that exposure is going to do that in the next level of the journey. And guess who's going to be there with you? We are. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And we are so excited to do that. And to be honest, exposure is how we all got connected. So we were exposed to exposure and then exposure is going to the next level. And we are too. And so that is what I wanted to say about that. And Shanice, I give you so much of your flowers because this is, and, and I, I know we're going over time, but this is the morning machine and we do what we do. <laughs> and, and when I get, when I get on the phone with my two one five sister, we are really having some conversation. And this is, this is part of the conversation that I need you to understand and I'm saying this for everybody out on the airwaves for the people that's listening in Pensacola, New Jersey and all around the Philadelphia area the friends and family and our core listeners around the world I give you your flowers because you have inspired me to enhance my career and personal development there's so many hands in that at this particular point in the journey but I'm giving my testimonial. I asked you about testimonials earlier, but (laughs) I want to be afforded the opportunity to give you fresh cut flowers 
on this day, this second day of the month of August, because you have you have done it all, you have been through so much, you have done everything that you needed to do to make sure that the people around you in your circle, family, friends, whoever that are of valued of great value to you, you go above and beyond to make sure that their career and personal development is right there is like literally high on the list so i want to give you your flowers and thank you for inspiring me to be better at being better you know there's another hand in that and i'd be remiss to to say hey between you and brother jarvis jordan (laughs) <laughs> yep, coach, my coach. Oh, <laughs> you know, it, you know, you've been very instrumental in my career and personal development. And in in order for that to happen, you have to be properly exposed. You have to get the proper exposure. And so I do thank you so much as well. Um and I'm sure many of the people that are listening in at this moment right now that you have touched the lives of and improved the the lives of are also giving you your flowers as a listener today. So thank you for everything that you do and will continue to do and the future things that are coming down the pipeline in 2.0 and 3.0 and so on and so forth. (laughs) Thank you for doing what you do. A lot of people don't have to, but you're passionate and you share that passion through and through on the daily so once again your flowers your fresh cut flowers are for you my sister all right thank you i uh i got our speechless this morning hey i'm successful (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) i I appreciate those kind words Uh, i really uh do rock because again um that's just something I feel like the most I have it be put at me, um, and that's to help people. Sometimes even when I don't want to help, and I'm like, I'm not going to say uh, anything else, or I'm not going to do more. I It's like I can't. <laughs> I was like, I can't help it sometimes, and so no. But I, I appreciate I appreciate those, those kind words. I really do. By, by the way, just, uh, you, you know, live live commentary is coming in uh, throughout the throughout the uh, interview today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, you uh, you're you're also getting your flowers uh, from Pensauk in New Jersey, South Jersey in the house. Uh, mm-hmm. You are all that in a bag of and in, in 10 bags of chips, from what I understand. <laughs> That's not how they put it, but you, you probably see it. But anyway, still, in the meantime, yes, you, you, you are getting love and support from everywhere, and that's because you show the love and support to the people of your community. What Exposure is doing is what we all should be doing for our communities. This, she, is, she is creating and cultivating the prime example of what is needed in our community. So yet again, I say we give you your flowers and fresh cut, like fresh, fresh out, fresh, fresh out the ground. Just get the scissors, get you, put it in water and hand it to you real nicely, all wrapped up in, in a bow and all of that stuff because it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. You do it even when you feel that 
you may not want to or at this time or you don't have the capacity but you still do it anyway because it's your passion and your passion is serving a purpose and that purpose is our community thank you once again where can everybody find you follow you and connect with you and be strategic about that response it's not the motivational moment <laughs> don't laugh at me yeah a little bit a little I'm bit you know here and there <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, in addition to hearing you every day on our uh, motivational moment in which you, you really do provide some great motivation, but it's more also more so about the development. You, you, you can motivate yourself, but the development, the personal development that stems from that motivation is another thing. It's a whole different topic. And it's it's great what you're doing for the community so once again 
Thank you so much to my 215 sister, the founder of Exposure, Shanice Evans. Thank you so much for being on this morning. Really appreciate you celebrating Black Business Month. And what better way to celebrate Black Business Month than starting starting it all off on the first week by giving our flowers to you, my sister. So thank you for everything everything and I mean that when I say everything you know exactly what I mean everything that you do and do so well so I appreciate thank you, you. Barbara, thank you I appreciate you as well absolutely and 